Hi guys, welcome to Resilient You, a podcast where we share stories of overcoming, self-growth, and finding our way through struggles big and small. I'm your host, Annie Blade, a Michigan native girl with big dreams who wants to help you uncover yours. Stay tuned for the episode. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome back to Resilient You. As I always say, if you are a returning guest, thank you so much for listening again. And if you're new, I'm so happy that you're tuning in today. I'm going to be ranting as usual. Um, a little bit on tenacity, a little bit on my trip to Florida that I just took. So why don't I start there? So I have been working a lot. <laughs> I've been very busy and... Uh, and it hasn't always been good busyness. I feel like I've been getting caught in a lot of obligations that aren't even always necessarily the most important things and that have been holding me back from more long-term goals. So like getting caught up in working five days a week and I do have some good habits like I've been going to the gym a bunch like I've mentioned a few times on past podcast episodes which has been great but I haven't been really setting enough time for certain friends or certain dates for creating content that I've been wanting to do, and I've been really caught in busyness lately, so it was really refreshing to actually take a trip. So, as we all probably got, uh, our tax returns or the stimulus, if not your tax return yet, Uh, When I got mine, I booked a couple of cheap trips, one of which being a just chill trip to visit my friend in Florida. And I really went into this trip with no expectations. Um, I was rushing up to the point where I left. I packed in almost no time just shoving things into my carry-on, but I did make it. And yeah, I just, I went into that trip with no expectations. My boyfriend asked me, what are you doing down there? Like, got, got any plans? And I was like, honestly, no, I have none. But it ended up being amazing because I had no expectations. I ended up recording a podcast down there, editing uh, the one that I released with Emily this past Friday. I read, I journaled for the first time in a while and I soaked up the sun on the beach and it was amazing. It was everything that I needed because it's been so long since I've really taken some time to truly ground myself in the moment. And I think that's what has really led to any anxiety I've been feeling and getting lost in being quote unquote busy. So that was really refreshing. I feel very grounded again, a little bit more aligned with what I want to keep manifesting and working towards in the future. I feel encouraged. I feel refreshed. And I'm actually going out of town for you guys today because it's Tuesday. Uh, I'm heading to Seattle for about a day and a half. And then Jack and I are taking a train to Portland for a few days there. We're going to be celebrating his birthday. And so far, we don't have that much planned. So another trip with you know, not a ton of expectations. I think we're going to be spending a lot of time outside. Um, honestly, 
that trip to Florida I took because it had no expectations, I feel like that's what made it so good. I needed just a mental refresh. I didn't really do a ton, but I think that was really necessary for my mental relaxation and healing because when we get time off, right, we do like to jet off to places. And I was talking to a coworker about this one day. He was like, you know what we really need to do is relax at home sometimes. We always plan these extravagant trips and we're doing all these things. And then by the time we get home and we have to work again, we're exhausted in a whole different way. And I was like, that is very true. So (laughs) like I keep saying, I really needed that. And I'm excited for this next trip. And because I had COVID, I have had so much time off of work, but it it has been so needed. I just feel a lot more aligned with, you know, what I'm, what I'm doing in the future. On the plane ride back from Florida, actually, I, I was thinking a lot. (laughs) I finished a book it is called The Morning Miracle. It was very good. Um, I didn't love every single thing about it, but it's basically about productivity and waking up early for yourself in the mornings, making a little bit of time to sit in silence, read, write, uh, move your body, and I think one other thing. It's called the Lifesavers method that he uses, but he had a lot of really good points and a lot of really good quotes in that book that I really enjoyed. And my mind tends to go really wild and all over the place when I read. So I'm actually looking in my notes app right now at some things that I was jotting down when I was reading his book. Not everything was directly related to the book, um, but it was just things that primed my brain. I would start thinking about one thing, which made me start thinking about another thing. So I think I'm just going to go through this list and kind of share some realizations that I had on the trip. One of them being, I truly have more control over my life than I have been thinking lately. I I always know at a base level that everything I do is either adding to or taking away from my life and all of my thoughts and the way I think about my life is doing the same. And I know that although I truly can't control what happens to me, I can absolutely control how I'm reacting to things and how I'm growing. I realized on this trip, one of the things that I've been struggling with is visualizing my future. I think I'm really good about writing down goals and I'm pretty good about strategizing, going after them one at a time, but I think a lot of times I get caught up in feeling ashamed of all that I want to achieve and feeling a little bit like an imposter or that it's ridiculous to even let myself think a thought, (laughs) think about a goal. And I basically assigned myself a visualization journal exercise, which I'm hopefully going to get to tonight. I wrote down all these priming thoughts for myself in this note that I wrote on the plane. But basically I wrote, visualize and write down what your life would look like if your wildest dreams came true. And the first time I started letting my mind get a little wild and free with what I thought that I could achieve was about a year and a half ago now when I started getting into personal growth and reading self-help books and reading to or listening to self-help podcasts and such. But it's been really hard. It's been like cracking open like a really hard to open jar or something and 
I'm unwinding that cap really, really slowly. And sometimes I don't feel like my muscles are working hard enough to get that jar open. And inside that jar is everything I'm capable of. And sometimes it's really scary to even let yourself think things because they can sound so ridiculous and we can feel like such imposters. So I actually wrote down a few things that I'm not going to share right now. Um, some goals I have for myself and I'm going to further journal on this. I just very uh, lightly journaled in my notes app on the plane about this on my way back from Florida. Um, but yeah, it felt really good to realize that I'm letting myself have even higher expectations and goals for myself. And I thought that was really, really healthy for me to start thinking more about as time goes on and the more you believe in yourself and the more you let yourself believe in you, the more you can start to get on those goals that might seem super scary, goals that might be even hard for you to think in your own brain, much less say out loud or share with others. I also was thinking about tenacity and actually excuse my uh, typing sounds because I want to get the Google definition for you guys. Tenacity is the quality or fact of being able to grip something firmly. Uh, synonyms, determination, perseverance, persistence. Another definition, the quality or fact of being very determined. Determination, the quality or fact of continuing to exist. Persistence. I think I heard on a podcast somewhere, uh, someone talking about like, what is my life purpose? What is... Why am I on this earth? What am I good at? What is the theme of me? And I think that's a topic that so many of us struggle with. What's the meaning of life? Why am I here? What am I meant to do? What's my career? And we get really caught up in assigning ourselves a value or a word to why we do what we do or why we set goals. And I I really think I was listening to a podcast and I think the person said something like, why does it have to be this like result that we orient ourselves with getting a certain job, getting a certain success, quote unquote, in life? And they brought up the word tenacity. And I don't know if that was the word that they used to describe themselves, but the more I thought about this word, the more I was like, that's me. <laughs> I don't know if I meant to be a shuffler. I don't know if I meant to be in marketing like I want to work in. I don't know what I meant to be in relation to what people see me in this world, but one thing I know for sure is I'm determined and I am so committed to my growth more than anything. And the older I get, the more I believe in myself, the more confident I am in my abilities, whether or not I currently hold the skills to complete the goal at hand. I do wholeheartedly believe that I can gain those skills and that even though I sometimes fall victim to my own mind and beating myself up and falling off of certain activities that I always get back up and I chip away slowly sometimes it feels too slowly but I do chip away at my goals and I am always getting closer and for me that that's the number one factor why I know in whatever I do I'm going to be quote-unquote successful 
whatever that ends up meaning for me, but mostly happy in the pursuit of my goals. And it was very relieving for me to not necessarily find like my meaning or like what I'm meant to do or be in the eyes of the world, but being able to assign words to myself, like determined and strong and resilient and full of tenacity does give me kind of a guiding light and it does give me meaning in my life because if tenacity, if my tenacity is what I can share with the world and, you know, inspire others by, that does become my meaning in the end. And on days where I'm not feeling great mentally or I'm struggling, I'm in a rough patch, I can trust that I'm going to get through it. And that has felt really good for me. I was also thinking about the term wounded inner child, which um, I don't really know. I know it's, where did I hear that? Probably another podcast or a book, honestly. Uh, But it's a term that basically means, oh, it was in a book I was reading on meditation. Uh, The book is called How to Eat, and I cannot remember the author's name, mostly because I can't really pronounce it very well. But it's a book on meditation and mindfulness, and he was talking about how we can have more compassion for others when we remember that we all have this inner wounded child. And he was like, think about someone like your mom at five years old. Think about how she may have been hurt or wounded in her childhood and maybe that's what made her how she is today. It can help you have more compassion for others. And I thought that was really awesome. He also talked about applying that to yourself and being able to give yourself more compassion when you're struggling because we all have this hurt young person within us that's always healing and sometimes that child comes out when we're hurt and we just need to give ourselves more compassion. I think we're always focusing so hard on productivity and what we add to other people's lives and we forget that we're all kids that just grew up one day and now we're adults even though some of us never really feel like it so I just thought that was a valuable uh, piece of information that I got from that book I also wrote peaceful plane (laughs) in my notes I wrote this because I get really intense anxiety sometimes I don't really seem like the kind of person who has panic attacks every once in a while but I do And I'm at a point where I'm just very good at still putting myself in situations where a panic attack might happen. Uh, Not to say I don't sometimes avoid things like that. Like, for example, planes, uh, heights freak me out sometimes. And I have felt at times very not okay on planes and very freaked out. And I go through the cycle of bodily panic and mind panic where it's it's kind of indescribable to explain my panic attacks to people it's like my heart drops into my feet and the world is crumbling around me and I feel like my soul is being sucked out of my body it's really freaky and it's hard to know how to orient myself um my heart starts racing I can feel my heartbeat throughout my whole body I get really hot And if I'm in enclosed spaces, that's, it makes it worse. Um, But on the plane ride back, I felt incredibly at peace. And not to be morbid, but I was thinking about death too. And I was just like, I think I'd 
be okay. Like if I like died on this plane, so I don't have to be scared about it anymore. I could find a way to be at peace. And I was thinking a lot about meditation mindfulness. And I think that's the practice of just being okay with not only the present moment, because that's what you're working with when you're meditating, but also being okay with pain and hurt and the end of life. I think meditation and mindfulness really prepares you to appreciate everything you're seeing now, which I was doing on that plane, watching the beautiful skies and reading a book and feeling really in the moment and detached from social media and the internet, which is great. And I just felt very peaceful and like I had grown a lot. So it was a really good moment for me. So I wanted to remember it. So I wrote down peaceful plane. I also wrote down the main lesson of my trip. You have more control over your life than you think. And I also wrote down you were built for the life you thought only others could have. Mm. Makes me almost teary-eyed. Because, like I said last episode, I think I just struggle so much with making sp- or taking up space, being the center of attention, and assigning so much value to others and not enough value to myself. So writing that felt really powerful for me. You were built for the life that you thought only others could have. I guess I've always had a weird feeling, <laughs> like I was meant for more, yet I've been so anxious and nervous about getting in front of people it's like okay well how can I ever make that happen am I wrong um do is it just my ego saying you're meant for more you're meant for more I've always thought too that I just couldn't do certain things I thought I could never be consistent at the gym and the other day I got my first compliment ever on muscle growth that has literally never happened to me in my entire life and it feels so good to break out of these limits we've set up for ourselves the limit of I'm never going to know how to shape my body. I'm never going to be consistent at the gym. I'm never going to find a truly healthy (laughs) lifestyle that I love, which is all false and it's being proven false right now. On that note, (laughs) I also wrote (laughs) literally on that note, I wrote another note that said self-conspiracy theories Self-conspiracy theories are when you're in a group of people and a random thought hits you, an intrusive thought that's like, you're the least interesting person in this room right now. Or no one just listened to what you just said, so that was stupid. Or just dumb, intrusive, mean thoughts about yourself. Or, oh my gosh, this person didn't text me back, so maybe, like, they're mad at me. I don't really get so many of those, to be honest, like, the last example that I just noticed. But definitely things like, I, maybe I won't be successful at this. Or, like, oh, I'm just never going to be good at this activity. Those are the kind of thoughts that intrusively pop into my head personally. But I think we're always making up these anxious thought patterns that maybe someone doesn't like you or maybe you're not your life isn't going to turn out how you want and they're just really unhelpful dumb thoughts and I assigned this word that I made up self or term self-conspiracy theories because that's exactly what they are and that's exactly how we can write them off they're not true they're not relevant 
and it's a conspiracy. So <laughs> that was just another thing that I wrote down that I wanted to share with y'all. Let's see what else I have for you guys today. Oh, I'll, I'll end on this note because this is something that I used when I was doing life and financial coaching for my clients. Hack your brain. So instead of going to do that habit, your coping behavior, whatever it is, drinking, uh, going on your phone for hours, binging movies, whatever it is for you, your coping behavior that you go to when you are upset about something, you can choose to build a habit or do something else instead. So here's an example that I would give to my clients. If I'm stressed out, I will do a low energy activity that I know is going to make me feel better and that is also productive. So an example of this would be cleaning. Um, for me, cleaning doesn't really take a ton of energy. I'm usually in my house so or my apartment and then I can just get to cleaning super low energy. Something if I want to be a little more productive and I have a little more energy and I'm stressed out, maybe I'll go for a walk. That's a little bit more active. So I call one passive, which is the cleaning, one active, which is going for a walk. And then another example of this would be, okay, stressed out. Maybe I always personally feel better after a shower. So a low energy thing that I can do is go take a shower. If I have a little bit more energy and I want to be a little bit more productive, a little bit more of an active thing would be reading for me. Puts me in the moment. Uh, makes me mindful. Journaling. That could also be another thing that you do. Or sitting in silence, doing some yoga. Like These are all basically grounding activities that put me back in the moment. Some take more energy than others, but they always keep me from doing a coping activity. Like for me, maybe watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians or going on my phone for way too long. I do have a busy night ahead of me, y'all. So... Thank you for coming to this rant episode. I have to run to the gym. I got a pack tonight. We're leaving tomorrow night, aka today for you guys. And I'm really excited. Uh, we'll have some more realizations on this trip. And I will keep you updated <laughs> on all the things I'm realizing lately. And all the things I'm writing in my notes. Love you guys so much. If you enjoyed this episode, like I always say, please share it on your Instagram story. Tag my Instagram account. Uh, at AnnieBlade underscore and at ResilientU squad. Love you guys so much, and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so, so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and felt that it brought value to your life, please feel free to screenshot it and share it to your Instagram story. And be sure to tag me at AnnieBlade underscore, at ResilientU squad, and also the guests that I had on if I did have one on this episode. If you would also be so kind, just feel free to run on over to the Apple Podcasts app so you can give me a five-star rating and leave a thoughtful review if you feel compelled to. I always love hearing your guys' feedback. Thank you so much for listening again, and I will see you next Tuesday. Stay resilient, squad.